Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We've spoken to Brendan Bolton in our pre-match show. Amit Baines is going to join us shortly. The uh, Chief Executive of the Western Bulldogs. In fact, he might be with us now. Yes? Is Amit with us? Uh, I've got Nathan Jones, Cameron Mooney, Jared Watley and Anthony Hudson. Amit, good evening. Evening, gentlemen. Uh, we were just uh, thinking at the start of the program, fork in the road. Is it a fork in the road game at three and five? Oh, I think it starts becoming a bit perilous if we uh, lose tonight and go three and six. So certainly an important game for us. Does that, um, does that raise the nerve levels coming in? Oh, I, th- I think it does. Um, I- I'm a nervous type anyway before any game day, so it's probably a little bit more heightened coming into a game like this and, and what's on the line. But um, I know the guys have had a really strong week. And whilst we've got a few players that uh, are missing from last week, it's, it's great to have the-, the captain back and Alex Keith as well. I mate, Cam Mooney here, mate. How are you going? Well, thanks, Cam. Just on Marcus Bontempelli, I know we've we've talked about where he plays. We know where he plays best. He's an AAA plus grader in in the midfield, but you've needed him down forward, obviously, with the loss of Bruce. Do we do we keep going with that experiment, or is this like you know what? As as Jared said, maybe it's a fork in the road game. Do we just put our main man in the midfield and let him go? Yeah, I, th- I think, again, um, Cam, it's a good question. I think, you know, it's depended a bit on the opponent and what we've had available as well. Um, you know, we had uh, Buku come into the team last week after some strong VFL form. He's obviously still pretty raw, but competes really strongly in the air that, you know, gave us another target against Port Adelaide. So that, that'll help with getting that balance right. But, yeah, obviously, Marcus is, you know, one of the best midfielders, if not the best, when, he, when he's up and going. So, um, you know, it'd be nice to have two of him. And missing Tim English... Obviously, with the hamstring and then now the flu, uh, obviously his form this year has been outstanding and one of, well, from my perspective, probably one of your most important players. How is he and uh, will he be back next week? Yeah, no doubt, Nathan. He, um, you know, has had a tremendous year to, to date and that hamstring injury was a bit of a blow and we're really excited about him coming back. He did a, a terrific session um, over the last weekend that, you know, was the final tick-off for a new game ready ahead of training this week and then, yeah, been laid up by the flu. So, um, you know, he's still suffering a little bit today. So in, in terms of next week and beyond, that'll need to be assessed when he's fully healthy and, you know, able to train and get that workload back into him given he already missed three weeks coming into this week. He probably owes Collingwood one or two, doesn't he, from previous matches too, with Brody Grundy teaching the lesson a couple of times? Yeah, well, that's right. And Brody obviously injured himself, so, you know, potentially would have been an opportunity. But in the end, it's an opportunity for Jordan Sweet to, to play. He got his opportunity for, you know, three, four games last week during... Ah, sorry, last year during the middle of the season and acquitted himself well. So, you know, fantastic opportunity on a Friday night for him to show his wares. How do you manage and assess how a team is going when your injury list is so big at the moment? Yeah, look, I think it's difficult. Um, you know, the, the size of the injury list is one thing, but I suppose to have missed some of those key planks and you look at the team that, that played last week to not have, you know, your, your full forward, your, 
your full-back Ruckman, best midfielder, um, you know, sometimes it's not the, the quantity, it's the quality, and that, that's been a little bit hard. So I think the most important thing internally has been a real keeping of the faith um, and, and knowing what we're capable of and just having to, to come to games like tonight and just try and get the job done and, you know, see who comes back next week and, and, and face that opponent, you know, with the 23 that we take out there. But it, it has been difficult and challenging at different times, there's no doubt. And how's Bevo going Amit, um, obviously the year probably may have not gone to expectation at this point in time through a whole host of reasons, which we've already touched on a couple. But, uh, you know, we saw a little bit of a, a blow-up of sorts early in the year after the Melbourne game. But how's he, how's he coping under the pressures? Yeah, oh, look, we won't, um, and you're not asking me to, but we won't go back to, to that round <laughs> no, one. No. But, but certainly since since no. that time, he's been, you know, he's been faultless, really. And, um, you know, he put his hand up at the time and acknowledged the wrongdoing in that as, as we did as a club. And I think his commitment to, to being better in that realm has been terrific. But the way he is as a person and that ongoing positivity and, and optimism that he generates within the team, you know, the self-belief that the players carry out on the ground is still very strong and, um, you know, that, that helps coming off the, the history that we have in the last few years of finals as well. Alistair Clarkson made the observation last night. So he said halfway through the third quarter, we all feel like the Bulldogs are going to win the Premiership and maybe you felt that as well. And then not much has to go wrong and it's just so hard to get back. Do, do you have some sort of affinity with, with his observation? Yeah, oh, look, I don't think any of us thought that we'd won the Premiership at, at that point in time, but certainly felt that we were going really strongly and yeah, clearly things unravelled um, at that point. But knowing how hard it is to get there, clearly the, the, the mental load of, of trying to get back there again um, after the disappointment of last year is pretty strong. And to have not had some of the continuity that we would have liked has obviously been that extra bit challenging, but we, we all know that it's really tough and challenging and that's why we have so much respect for clubs like you know richmond um you know even geelong and, and other teams that have consistently been top four finishing and playing in the last couple of weeks of the season is there any way to measure that so one of the unanswerable questions being pondered is is there scarring or whatever that is is there any way to actually measure that internally in real time Oh, it was a good qualification at the end, Jared, with the real time. I'm not sure it is in my experience. I think, you know, there are elements that come to light uh, in real time, but it's really the, the hindsight reflection on the season and, and different points. And, um, you know, I think part of the difficulty is understanding, you know, in, in depth what each individual player or, or coach or staff member is feeling at any given time um, that, that goes to that. But, you know, I can say that the, the confidence in, in what we're capable of is still very strong. But going to your opening question, the results need to reflect that now. I mean, where is Riley West at? I mean, this is a, it's very hard when you're the, you're the son of a legend at a football club, and I think we've seen that he's got a lot of talent, but I guess he's been at the club now a few years but hasn't put together a lot of games. Where, where is he at? What's happening? Now, it's a good question. It's terrific that he gets an opportunity tonight as well. He's toiled away, as, as you've said, in VFL level for a while. I think Riley's best football as a junior was as a midfielder, really tough uncompromising type of inside midfielder and obviously at, at our club it's a challenge um, you know we look across to our opponents tonight and love Paddy Lipinski and wish him well to an extent tonight but it's been tough for um, some of those guys to get regular opportunities so you know Riley's had to 
reframe his game a bit more as a, a small forward, half forward, and and you know play well in that type of role to to then get the opportunity where the vacancies lie at senior level. So to his credit, you know he he hasn't um, dropped his guard. He hasn't you know sucked for want of a better word at any time. He's just kept persisting, and he's a really good teammate. You know he's very popular. So I know that with his selection this week, the guys are really thrilled for him, and I'm sure he'll give a good account of himself. As a former list manager, mate, philosophically, hypothetically, can you have too many? Midfielders? I think you need the balance on the field, absolutely. Um, you know, I think if you look at our team, there's you know, probably a couple of um, areas where we, we could use a bit of strengthening that we've you know, been well documented, particularly um, with key defenders when, when injuries have struck. So I think the balance is always important. Um, but I think one of the, the real qualities of, of Bevo as a coach throughout his entire tenure um, is just taking really talented footballers and you know, getting them to be very versatile in what they do to then you know, deliver what is the best outcome for the club. What about Lockie Hunter? I mean, how, how's everything going there with him? I mean, clearly you're missing him on the ground, but more importantly, how's he going off it? Yeah, look, Lock, Lock's improving a lot day by day. It's obviously been a, not only this year, but been a, you know, two or three difficult years for him, um, which has been well documented. So the club continues to support him. Um, I know that his teammates and, and key footy staff uh, speak to him and catch up with him regularly. Um, I was in touch with him a few days ago, and his, his spirits are good. And um, as you know, the um, the difference between being healthy and happy in your, in within yourself from a physical and health um, sorry physical and mental health perspective as a person um, is still a different threshold to doing it as a professional footballer. So it's just you know making sure that he's absolutely right and he's in that frame of mind to come back and then you know compete at the level that he wants to and that we want to because he's an incredibly important part of our setup. It feels like in what you've got on your list, Amit, there are uh, there are obvious gaps. And we were theorising before, is the tall forward gap is clear, but it's possible that the answers are already on your list. They're yes. just not going to be ready <laughs> for the now. Um, how do you balance up whether you've got it or whether you've got to actually get into the market at the end of the year and add it? Yeah, it's... You know, it is it is a live question for us at the moment. Obviously, with Brucey going down last year and, and not playing for the bulk of this year, and um, Jamara is the obvious one who has played. Um, had some really good outings against Sydney. Was really impressive and a key contributor in that win, but has obviously struggled since. Uh, and Sam Darcy is the other one that you're referencing, Jared, who gets his first game at VFL level this weekend after a really slow. Um, considered build up with him so the interesting thing with him for, for dogs fans he got drafted at 203 centimeters uh but a couple of weeks ago clocked in at 207.5 so <laughs> it's been the growing crazy yeah isn't it? it's been the growing pains that have slowed him down a bit so clearly with someone still growing at that rate we've just been really patient with him so it's a good question and, and we'll continue to assess that we're hopeful that um josh bruce returns at least at vfl level you know in the next sort of four or five weeks, um, which will also give us a better indication of, you know, how, how quickly he's able to come back to at least playing a really strong contributing role. Is it those extra centimetres, does it make it harder to be a, a key forward? Um, obviously, he can ruck as well, but at that height, boy, does yeah. it make much difference? Oh, I think it does. I mean, one of the, um, clear as a father-son, it was a, a decision that was easy for us to make given how talented he is, but in his draft year, he played key forward, he played a bit of ruck, he played key defender as well and was likened, um, obviously got a, a long, long way to go to get there, but likened a little bit to, to Harris Andrews in terms of the way he played and the reach and things like that. But those extra centimetres make it a bit more interesting, I think, to, to play um, 
that end of the ground and, and perhaps as key forward given given that height. I don't yeah. have those gross spurts in year five and then just stopped after <laughs> that. Still waiting, mate. Wish I could have a gross spurt. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you on the cusp of the Tim English signature? Yeah, look, things have, things have been really positive um, between Sam Power and Andrew McDougall, um, Tim's manager. So we're hopeful that that, you know, gets finalised and, and resolved. I think at the moment with Tim being unwell and just focusing on getting back into the team, um, you know, that, that's clearly the priority for all of us. But we are hopeful and, you know, we do have a few players out, but they're all, you know, well-progressed contract negotiations. And I think, you know, in, in part, that's where the future confidence comes with us from a, from a list management perspective of the depth of talent on our list, even, you know, if we don't have the ability to have them all out there at this point in time. So, so with English, do you feel like whatever, if there was ever any danger from the West, that it, that it has passed? Um, never say never until it's uh, until you've got a contracting, um, Jared. But yeah, look, we feel pretty confident about it. Uh, Amit, good luck for the night. Sam, thanks for joining us. Thanks, gentlemen. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba da ba ba ba. Available after ten thirty a.m. for a limited time only.